This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hello, and welcome back to Betch Labs. I'm Jordana. <laughs> Alien thinks I'm so funny. Oh my god, what was that? Hello, everyone. <laughs> Projecting. You're supposed to project, apparently. Um... Hi, guys. <laughs> um, before we get started on this week's episode, we just wanted to correct a little ish, um, error that we told you to We told you to text... Um, For the Hurricane Harvey thing, we told you guys to text Red Cross to 90099 or something, but actually, it's incorrect. You're supposed to text the word Harvey in caps to 9099, I think. Anyway, we also told you to Google it. <laughs> So you it's might not, not fault. yeah, you might not want to donate only to the Red Cross. There's so many other different like relief groups and programs that you can donate to. The hurricane's not over. A lot of people still need help. It's moving to Florida. Call your grams. See if she's okay. Um, but yeah, so sorry about that. Oh yeah, I, I put it in my to do list to call her tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> so okay, so sorry about that, but we fixed it. Um, last week, we entered a dear badge about someone who um, wanted to ask someone to be her bridesmaid who didn't ask her. And basically, we discussed that like most people, it'd be really awkward to say no to if someone asked you to be a bridesmaid. But we got some feedback from a reader who has a story about rejecting a bridesmaid offer. Oh, okay. So this is a different reader. Okay. Um, Alien, do you want to read it? Yes. Okay. So this reader says, hi, Betches. I've said no to a bridesmaid invite. The wedding was of a sorority sister. She was getting married to her longtime goober of a boyfriend. What's a goober? Like a goober. <laughs> <laughs> like a dude who's like goobs, you know? He's just like a, sh- like a, a dud. Okay. He's a dud version of a, of a, of a person. Um, it's another word. It's a synonym for dud. Her I long, like it. Her longtime like goober. Booger. Yeah, it's like, bleh, you're a goober. Of a boyfriend. After college, she moved to the West Coast and didn't much put much effort in staying in touch the wedding was during my first year of law school exams and she wasn't worth the headache of trying to reschedule because of the east coast west coast situation (laughs) do you mean like the rap situation Mm. um we never actually (laughs) talked by phone um and instead treated voicemails this is 2008 slash 2009 before texting was big is that true pretty sure it was big i'm pretty sure i bbm the shit out of everyone that then but whatever yeah wait i texted all the time on my like brick lg phone must be a East Coast, West Coast, <laughs> whatever. Sorry. She, she left me a VM asking me, was I sure I didn't want to be in her wedding? Uh, yep, and you just solidified it. Um, okay, dodged a bullet with that one. Her boyfriend has turned into a miserable, barely employed husband, and we are all waiting for them to announce their divorce. Okay. So I guess the whole <laughs> story is you can get out of being a bridesmaid if, if I feel you like, don't speak to someone. Okay, you, you can get out of being a bridesmaid. The rule is... If you don't want to be bridesmaid... You can't go to the wedding. You cannot go to the wedding. It's easier to say no if it's destination. It's easier to say no if you don't, aren't that that close with them. Um, and but yeah, you can't go to the wedding and you can't Instagram yourself from like somewhere... Yeah, like you're next door. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, so be smart about it if you say no. Yeah, like just be socially aware of what you're doing in this like relationship of saying no. But um, thank you for emailing us. Um, we if you guys have any feedback about any other um, wedding-related drama, we want to hear it. Definitely. So email us at slapped at betches.com. Um, another person wrote to us regarding last week's podcast. Okay, Jordani, you were this one. Okay. Um, this Did is from Elizabeth. <laughs> no, it's a little blurry, but I can see it. This is from Elizabeth. I'm almost blind. 
Um, love you too and the podcast. So I was super pumped to hear you say you watch Insecure. I too am obsessed and I'm loving this season. What are your thoughts on the Molly Dro open marriage drama? Also, are you on Team Lawrence or Team Issa? I think that's a thing. Super pumped to hear you two break it down. Best securely insecure batch. So Eileen didn't watch this week, so we're not going to talk about this week's episode, even though it was really good. I really it liked really it. Good. It was like the. It was like I would say the, the most dramatic episode of the season. Okay, Chris Harrison, <laughs> was it? Um, was it the the finale? No, the finale's next week. Ooh, the penultimate episode. That's okay. what she called it. Is that what that means? Yeah, penultimate means the episode before the finale. I didn't know that that's what that means, but she called it that in like her wind down thing after. Okay, that's what <laughs> the definition of penultimate. Well, now I know that, so um, it makes more sense. Okay, so usually those are dramatic. I'm excited. Yeah, we're um, doing. Okay, cool. So anyway, so what's our thought? What are our what thoughts? are your thoughts on the um, the Molly drove and marriage? And what do you what are your thoughts on the Timisa versus Issa? Yeah. Versus Lawrence. Um, okay. I think Issa's like a super well-developed character. She's like, sometimes you're like want, you're like rooting for her and sometimes you're like, you're being absurd. I love Issa. I mean, I don't necessarily agree that she should have cheated on him. Like, obviously, in that respect, I'm not on her team. But, like, I honestly love both characters and I like that they are showing, like, how each character is dealing with the breakup. So, like, he had to um, unfriend her. Right. You know, I like I really like that or block her. And she's just sort of and or like she, just or like because it's because it's real. It's not because most people wouldn't post a picture of them and like another guy. Like it would no one would be that like right. direct and like he saw her in he the background saw, right. of another picture which is like would happen you would be stalking like That's her literally friends pictures yeah. and like looking for them yeah. in the background. Yeah. So that was like very very real. Both characters, and even you get the, the what's good about this show is there's no one obviously like the worst character. Like they're both yeah. like flawed in some ways and right. also like yeah like you're rooting for them in other ways and i also what i liked about Issa, Issa, i keep saying Issa because of these phone cases are, it's, it's a vibe but um <laughs> you can buy them at shopedges.com um but how she how she like was like when she decided to finally hook up with daniel it was sort of like a closure like she would never have hooked up with daniel and she thought there was a chance with lawrence because it's like really really fucked up like right. to hook up with like the person you cheated with but the fact that she did it shows like it's, well, it, it speaks louder than like anything else because it's like really like i'm not getting back with lawrence well she did that after um, Molly saw Lawrence and she like asked him about right. it. She was like trying to, and he was like, "I'm over it. I'm not. I'm done." So I mean, like, That's I, think, I, mean. I think it's yeah. yeah, it's like one of those interesting scenarios where it's not like black and white. Like she's not like terrible for for continuing to do that if she thinks the other thing is like right. totally over. But like if he said it's over, I'm not getting like exactly. she can do whatever she wants. But it's still like kind of fucked. Like it's, it's very very good at like showing like the blurry lines of like right and wrong. I don't think it's fucked up if. Like she's no longer with him, and she plan and she does not plan on getting back with him. And he also, but he she wanted right. to get back together with him, and basically he, he said, said it's never no. going to happen. Right. So like, what is she supposed to do? Just exactly, wait? she's like sort of doing her. So that's what I really liked about it. So I can't really say I'm on. I like both people because mm-hmm. they're well rounded characters and they're really well developed. Um, yeah, I. Lawrence is so adorable. He's so cute. He's like the cutest, and he's also like six foot three. Or but something. I also kind of like the Daniel guy too. Daniel's hot. Yeah. Um, Dro is really good looking. Oh yeah, he's, he's also voice like is six so, foot seven. His he, voice is so deep. It's like I know. pretty hot. The best part, the best part was like I don't know if I said this last week. I might have, but I still love it. Was when um, Molly had that like that that guy with her as a date to the, her like family function, and Dro's like comes and says hi, and the guy was like. 
oh, that guy is tall. And she goes, I don't know, is he? Like, she like, <laughs> totally notices, and he's so good looking. It's like jarring, but um, yeah, he's very hot. Okay, but so I don't know if I would hook up with him. Okay, so yeah, in let's a, talk about the marriage. open. Okay, what are your thoughts on open marriage or open relationships in general? I don't like it. Why don't you like it? Why don't I like it? Because it's like and I think you and whose perspective are you not liking it? I don't like in in a general perspective. I think that like part of the benefit of like marriage is kind of like a or yeah, marriage and a committed relationship is that you can always count on that person to be like your number one. And I think that that gets very blurry um, when you're open. Okay, just to give I wouldn't be able to handle it. I I respect if people other people could. Yeah. But I don't think I don't I don't think I would do well with that. I'm like I am a little jealous. <laughs> just to give people some background if they don't watch Insecure. Um again, this is not an ad for Insecure. We fucking love Insecure. Um we just love it. Um <laughs> so Molly is one of the characters and she like sees her longtime like childhood friend from a while who's really good looking, as we just mentioned. Um and he's like hitting on her, but he's married. And then he tells her, like, it's all right. Like, I'm in an open marriage and my wife is okay with it. She's the one who, like, suggested it. And Molly, and they had, like, obviously sexual tension. And, like, Molly's, like, like deciding back and forth. Like, is, can I, is this okay? Like, I'm not really into this. Like, I believe, again, like Jordana said, like, I believe in this, like, monogamy. And so you just, like, watch her, like, battle with it. But, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I... I don't know How, if long-term monogamy is necessarily realistic. I, I agree with that. I don't think long-term monogamy when it comes to, like, sexual partners is, like, entirely realistic. Even though, like, I, I want to get married <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I plan to do that, I just, I don't know. You have, you, re- that, I think that person, you can be so- someone's number one and they can be your number one not necessarily, like, sexually, I as long as you're both, like, very honest about how you're feeling all the time. Right. So like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to say how you one would feel like, in, in, and also it's like a cultural thing too. Like in France, apparently everyone's got a mistress. Yeah, um, yeah. Even women like, have I, mistresses. Yeah, misters. Apparently, <laughs> I heard that. Um, apparently, like the prime minister, like what, like he like gave a speech. Like his wife is there and his girlfriend is there too. Oh really? Like it's like very open. Like it's very so it's like a cultural thing. I think it's like very societally shaped. Like how our views that about goes that back kind to of like our is. theory about like the perfect society of where women get yeah. three different husbands. husbands. Yeah, I agree. With that. I think there's like it's a little sad that like that's the case. I think it's like monogamy is like a really nice in theory. So I don't know. I think that monogamy sexually can work if you. If you're, if you're, w- well, yeah, of course. If you're with someone who you can be a hundred percent like open with in terms of like what you want, like when you're not happy, all of that, mm-hmm. and like I think that could work. But like obviously, like having the same sex forever, like it gets men- like monotonous. Like you right. don't want it. I'm kind of of the belief that like for women, it's like hard to have sex with other people and not feel like more of a connection with them. I think it's like a hormonal yeah. chemical thing. Yeah, I got that. Um, I. Do you think that open relationships, not marriages, are dumb? Might as well yeah. be single. 
Right. right. Yeah. Like it's only about marriages because it's about like having sex with other people and keeping yourself for the satisfied. rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me excited, Jordana. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's what. Our, uh, please email us and tell us what your thoughts are about open marriage because it's like kind of like really interesting to hear fem- other females, women's point of view yeah. on the matter. And um, to be able to talk about it, I think it's like very like taboo, totally. obviously. And you, you, your first instinct is automatically say it's like, like no. no, that's bad but if you really like if you think about your own needs then you might like start right like, and I mean con- neither of us have been married so we don't really know what it's like to be married totally. but I we're just speculating so if you have any if you're in an open marriage email us at <laughs> slapped at batches.com yeah and let us know if you hate it or love it or just like feel like it's a good idea or I don't know or you have any interesting thoughts on it we'll decide if they're interesting yeah we'll decide <laughs> um okay yeah you so, Jordana, did you are you watching other shows on Netflix or anything? I am. I just started Ozark. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but I actually, I kind of do. Maybe it's because I like uh, Laura Jason. Linney and Jason, Jason Bateman. I like them separately. I kind of. I've only watched one and a half episodes, so don't. I won't give don't up anything. Ruin anything. But I. Everyone. It seems to be like the show that people are talking about. Yeah, I watched it. I liked it. I think I like it because, like, those are two, like, kind of comedy actors, like, pseudo. Not, they're not funny in this right. series. They're not funny, but they almost, like, take the edge off of the off drama. Of what's going on. Also, yeah. I mean, I have to wait for you to finish it. I just started watching Narcos because that just came out literally the other day. I'm obviously halfway done. How many seasons? Um, this is the third season of Narcos. Mm-hmm. I love Narcos, but it's really hard to pay attention because they're speaking in Spanish and you really got to read the subtitles. <laughs> um, but I'm not done yet, and I love all the, like, gore. It's so fucked up. I love it. So does Ozark get even better? I, I like the first Ozark episode. Ozark gets better. It gets, it's a little s- slow-paced, mm-hmm. but the end I loved, and, yeah, it's fucked up, but it's good. Jason Bateman plays a good, like, pseudo-depressed man, I think. He does. He's you know, always, like in Horrible Bosses. He directed it. I think he, like, really? great, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 like a dark comedian kind and of And Laura person. Linney's role reminds me of the role that she played in the Truman Show. You kind know, when of. she's Jim Carrey's wife and she's like advertising for like yeah. Vegemite or that something. That was so good, but you should keep watching it. I'm going to. We can uh, we can circle she back when I finish. More. Okay. Um let's do some dear betches. Great. Okay, I can read. Dear Betch. No. Is. Hey, Betches. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Love you and all of your wisdom. You make my 20-minute walk to work way more tolerable at 5.30 each morning. You're That's welcome. so early. That is really early. Um, Good we, for you. Yeah, Betches come into the office at 9 to 10 a.m. <laughs> um, on podcast number 45... That's how many we've done. Holy shit. Is um, it? I don't know. No, I don't think it is. We must have. Oh, my God. Wow. On podcast episode number 45, you played a game involving situations about your boyfriend either not having much contact with his mom or having way too much contact with his mother. And unfortunately, my boyfriend fits into the latter category. Oh, my God. I love this story. Okay. A little backstory. We're both 24. We met on Bumble and have been dating for over a year. I was so excited to find someone who wasn't a fuckboy. And the cherry on top is that he's actually an NJB, a nice Jewish bro. He has a great job, his own apartment, and would move mountains for me if I asked him to. That being said, he also has a very, very, very typical Jewish mother. I feel like I know who this is. <laughs> um, they talk five to six times oh my Holy God. Shit, per day, either by text or on the phone. Basically, they're always in communication in some form. Me and my mom have a great relationship, but we only talk maybe once or twice a week. We feel that no news is good news, and there is no reason to communicate if there's nothing to talk about. He and his mother could not be more opposite. I'm afraid that the amount in which they communicate is destroying 
their relationship as well as ours. For example, this upcoming weekend, we have plans to go to New York Botanical Gardens to see a special exhibit. Sounds lovely. I know. This sounds great. I want to be in your relationship. I totally blanked out and forgot I had a party to attend that same Saturday night, so I told my boyfriend to talk to his mom to plan out the timing so we could go to the exhibit and be back in Philadelphia, my home turf, for my event. Well, this blew up in, into extraordinary proportions. He called him... He called him his mom almost immediately after I'd spoken to him. His mom freaked the fuck out on him for trying to change the plans and put a curfew on them, whereas no such discussion of bad timing had taken place yet. Sorry, I'm talking too fast. His brother and sister-in-law even got involved and told the both of us that if we wanted to change the plans to go through them, to go through them and it directly and directly speak to his mom. I feel a little guilty about the situation because I threw a wrench in the plans. However, his mother seemed to completely blow the entire thing out of proportion. She's done this before, but I have more of an issue with the quantity of communication over the quality. Now that it's been over a year, I see all of the flaws that their relationship has and it's beginning to impact ours. I really love my boyfriend, but the family drama is starting to get to me. Do I break up with him because his parents, especially his mother, still has so much say in his life even though he lives an hour plus drive away or do I figure out a way to tolerate tolerate his and his mother's volatile relationship do I apologize to his mom for throwing off an unconfirmed weekend plans do I shake it off and not even go to NYC SOS in a three-way relationship with my boyfriend and his mom um <laughs> P.S. I'm also Jewish if that clarifies anything for you the story okay um okay so um to summarize I guess this girl's boyfriend speaks to his mom constantly. Yeah. And she got mad at her because she made she had realized she had other plans and tried to change the plans that the mom made. Yeah, basically. Right. And then the brother and sister-in-law. I didn't, okay. So, here's the backstory. Sounds like she's the mother is like the matriarch and she wants she wants the family like under her rule. Yeah, that sounds about right. Here's my advice because I'm in a similar situation, <laughs> not in that like I I I lo- my boyfriend's Close to his mom, I don't. They don't talk like five to six times a day, but they have like a very strong family dynamic. The entire family, and um, I think, and it's it could be, it's really up to you, like what you think is like normal or not normal, what you're comfortable with. Um, I personally think that a guy who has a good relationship, I know Joanna agrees with their mom, <laughs> is like bound to treat you better um, in the long run and like for a while. But if the mom is a little, if he needs to be on your side, that's the thing. Right. That's 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 point A. He needs to know that he needs to have your back first and then his mom's. The way that you would probably go about if you really if you choose to stay with him, like we can't tell you to break up with him or not. I think that you can like try to fix the situation by like maybe speaking to her directly. Like you think? Yes. I think if she feels that you value their relationship, she'll like be happy to Unless she's a total psychopath. Like, and she's a sociopath. It sounds like she's not a psychopath, but she, like, has always... She's controlling. I, if I had to guess, this guy has only brothers, and there's not a ton of other females in the family. And I think a lot of the time, that, that, that dynamic creates a mother who's very, like, controlling, because she can be, because there's no other, like, females women, yeah. or women who are, it's like, competing yeah. with her. Um, I see that. I think I see it in a lot in, like, friends, uh, people's relationships that I'm looking at where, like, if there's if there's a mom and all boys in the family, the mom gets this, like, sense of, like, I make the plans and I've always made the plans and, like, my son's not going to get a boy get a girlfriend and she's going to think she's going to make the plans. Um, so yeah. I agree with Aileen. Like, 
I would call her directly, apologize for putting a for trying to switch the the, yeah. the plans, but also say like I like love how close you and yeah. whatever your boyfriend's name are. Um, I value like that he treats women so respectfully, and that's probably because he respects you. Um, at the same time, like I want to feel like I like have a say, a say. in what goes right. on. And if she's normal and not a maniac, then she, I'm sure there, she'll she be has fine. no. She would never say no to that because she knows that like if she suddenly starts fighting with you directly after you've like sort of given an olive branch, the boyfriend's gonna turn on her. Right. So like. You need and to. And if just, he doesn't, then he's then, then you, you then you think definitely about your break up with him. Yeah. <laughs> Not sorry that, that we're giving advice, but yeah, honestly, I think that like creating like a direct line of communication with someone who's who who's important to your boyfriend, it'll first show your boyfriend that he, you care about him and like the fact that his mom is like whatever. Not putting all the pressure on him, and like. And you're de- you'll decrease yourself as being like a threat in her eyes to like her. Whatever situation she thinks she's controlling. Yeah. You're no longer like this foreign object. You're somebody who she knows. Like she, you now like have a, it's been a year. So I think that you can reach out. Also say it's a miscommunication or like something like that. Be like slightly apologetic and just like, like nice. Positive, nice. And see how that goes. And then let us know how that goes. If it sounds like she's like not really like into that or not being nice about it, then like you might need to rethink I can tell for you from firsthand that it's like you if if you create like a relationship with that mom, she'll be like so welcoming and like if she likes you, if you guys like if you're like get along Mm -hmm. that she'll like she'll take your thoughts and your and everything into consideration. Um, So but I get it. (laughs) It's stressful for sure. Um, Okay, okay, let's do another Dear Batch. Dear Batch, I love, love, love the podcast. Everyone can hear me giggle in my cubicle when I listen to it. So my dilemma is I have a crazy friend. We've been friends since high school. We're 24 now, and she's kind of gone off the deep end. She got married, had a daughter, got divorced, and is now partying like it's spring break every weekend. She gets way too drunk and hooks up with guys nonstop and is constantly talking about sex to the point where it makes guys uncomfortable. A lot of my friends don't like her. Um, my family doesn't like her, and the guys I want to date don't like her either. She's a good friend when she wants to be, but recently she's been telling guys I'm interested in stuff that makes me look crazy. For example, she told a guy I met the night before I was obsessed with him. Don't even really know him. Anyway, the guy, the guy I'm interested in is into me, but he doesn't like her, and I'm worried her crazy is making me look crazy by association. Does that make sense? It does. Yes. I don't know how to cut off the friendship. When I called her out for saying stuff about me to guys I like, she put the blame on the guy and told me I'm ruining a friendship for a guy I don't even know. I'm sick of her ruining potential relationships and feeling bad when I bring her around other people. But I don't know what to do since I don't think she has many other friends and she's always down to be my DD and go out with me. (laughs) Wait, how is she going to be your DD if if she's she's getting wasted? I don't know. Sounds like a questionable DD. Um, or did you mean like wing woman? I don't know. Anyway, please help. Not the crazy batch, but let's be real in my, I'm crazy in my own ways. Who is it? Okay. Okay. I also know someone like this. (laughs) Um, um, so basically I, what do you think that she should do? I think that you could just talk to her and say, it's not about the guys. It's about, um, like you, (laughs) like you're just, you're, you're, I don't like the way that you're acting. It's like making me feel uncomfortable. And, like, don't call me out in front of people. It's, like, not fun. Like, you're supposed to have my back. How is this having my back? Right. If it it happened with one guy, I could sort of see her point of, like, you know, this guy is, is like, saying weird shit. He's a weird guy, whatever. Like, if it happens constantly, you can just be, like, that's 
be, be like, I like you. I want to hang out with you. I have a fun time going out with you, but I, this makes me not want to hang out with you. And if she wants to, if she changes, then you can continue to hang out with her. And if she doesn't, then you might have to rethink things. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but it's really not fun when someone is like calling you out in front of me. It's like awkward social situations. Like, just, yeah, I agree. Yeah, just just talk to her honestly, and then just sort of. And you don't need to have like a major confrontation with this person. Just like wane her, at, like kind of like decrease the amount of times you see her. Try yeah. to hang out with other people. Bring other people into like the group, and then do you know that kind of thing. But um, I I get it. Yeah. But, like, there are a lot of crazy weird. bitches out there. Try to find another wing woman. Yeah. <laughs> or designated driver. <laughs> or get an Uber. <laughs> get an Uber. That's a good one. Um, okay. Let's, Let's play, play some games. games. Um, Want to play games? Okay. Um, would you rather only pee in, like, troughs for the rest of your life, which is, like, the long urinals with no dividers? Did you come up with this one or somebody? No, this is from um, Autumn from Columbus. She also says, go Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Autumn. Um, or you have to wait in line every in a 15 minute line every time you have to pee in public would so i would i rather only pee in like those urinal things how do you even do that i'd rather wait 15 minutes every single time in public it's only public i don't know why it's would like i annoying pee in- to have to wait online every time you want to go to the bathroom okay but then i would have toilet paper and like i don't have to pee in a urinal no. Yeah, for the rest of your life. Fine. Okay. Yes. I'd rather just wait 15 minutes. I would start planning my, my peeing accordingly. I know that I have 15 minutes to wait. <laughs> and that'll, that'll just I guess if you're in your apartment, you can do whatever you want, so it's nice. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Next one. This is from Diana. Okay. Would I rather, or would you rather, okay, this is another bathroom associated one. <laughs> Every time you poop... <laughs> You can't flush the toilet and everyone knows it was you or every time you poop, you have to touch it with your bare hand, no gloves, and only your boyfriend, best friend, if your boyfriend doesn't apply, knows. And you can't pick number one and say that you'd only go do it at go at home. It has to be in public sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, so to summarize, every time you go to the bathroom, like number two, Did you have touch to... It. No, you can't flush the toilet, and everyone knows it's you. Oh or God. you have to touch it. Basically, you have to leave a huge dump behind. <laughs> or you have to touch it with your bare hand, no gloves, and only your boyfriend knows. And only your boyfriend knows. Your, no one knows that you're doing it. Except for your boyfriend. That's the Or worst. your best friend. I guess I would pick the touching it because you could just wash your hands after. Yeah, I, that would be so embarrassing. Every yeah, like time. do you have to hold it or can you just <laughs> no, like, just point like, it? I think she's saying just a little tap. Oh, yeah, I would just touch it. Yeah. You'd have to make sure, thoroughly wash your hands though because that can give you yeah, a lot of you infections. Can, yeah, don't touch your eyes after. <laughs> don't yeah, try this at That would home. be too embarrassing. You would, that would, the social stigma of having everyone know every time it was you would be like you'd be way the, worse. You'd be like the dump girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> you'd be the girl that leaves dumps in the toilet. Yeah, it's I not would, worth that. I would also just like probably never go and then just be backed up my whole life. I know you can't control it sometimes. You could die. Um, That's enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But we, we, oh, this is also from Diana. So we appreciate your. um, Thank you, Diana. And if you have any other suggestions for games for us to play, please email slapped at betches.com. And, or if you have any questions you want us to answer and you're a listener, we would love to answer your advice questions. Um, Yeah. And, and um, guys, the reason why we, again we didn't talk about the Bachelor is because it, we're still talking about the Bachelor. For now, we've added a whole podcast called 
bachelor devoted to the podcast devoted to the bachelor, I mean, to the bachelor. <laughs> a podcast devoted Sorry. a bachelor devoted to the podcast um it's called bachelor you can download the exact same places you've been listening to Betch Lapped. um it's bachelor b-e-t-c-h-e-l-o-r get it it's like a play on bachelor ha 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 yeah okay um, um, don't forget to email us at slapdipbatches.com and tell all of your friends to listen and like if you're laughing at work just everyone's like why are you laughing just shout it from the rooftops that you're listening to I've got bitch left okay on that note bye bye Betches.